Hey, hey, hey. Welcome to the Honest Ugly Podcast. I am your host, Jennifer. And today is the day we look for things that make us happy, even when facing the things we hate, like mosquitoes, super boring conversations, and repetitive podcast intros. Now, I love me some sunshine, I love some adventure, and I thoroughly enjoy inspiring conversations. But what I really love is that you are here looking for more joy and peace in your life. I am a little spontaneous, so you never know what we might talk about from week to week, but I promise you, we will always dig deep into those tucked away, ugly emotions we try to avoid being honest about. So let's ditch the things that drain us, let's press through what scares us, and let's dive in and see if we can find some joy, peace, and happiness in the smallest details of our day today. Hey guys, so I was recently, I don't like how I say hey guys, but anyway, I just said it. But I was talking to a friend recently and we were talking about healing the broken places in us. You know, those places that we need to let go of because they're causing us tension and anxiety. They're weighing us down. They're hindering us from living our best days, all those things. Well, he said that he knew he needed to let go of some painful stuff, but in reality, he didn't know how to do that. Well, I know what I've done to let go of some things, but what works for me doesn't work for you sometimes. And so the thing is, we need a personalized plan on how to let go. So this is what I said to my friend. Well, can I ask you a personal question? He didn't hesitate, which I appreciate because some people just ignore that question. And after getting permission, I said, or I asked him, How often on a daily basis are you asking God to help you? His answer was so quick and super honest, and he said, zero. And then he went on to confess that he used to talk to God a lot, but hasn't much really lately. But he went on to say that when he does talk to God, he ends up praying for other people more than he prays for himself. Ah, I said, Don't we all tend to lean towards that because it's so much easier to pray for other people? Because really, if we talk to God about ourselves, we have to deal with all the honest, ugly stuff in us that's going to surface if we hold a mirror up to ourselves. If we start talking to God in personal conversations about our own selves, we have to deal with our own crap. And we don't want to do that. It's much easier to pray for other people, right? So that's what we do. We dive in and we commit to praying for everyone. We make a list. We have like journals. We have all these things, these prayer lists we have, but we neglect to have intimate conversations about what's going on in the deep secret places of us. But we want to remain spiritual, do our little Christian duty. So we keep praying for everyone on our list. Isn't that so true, guys? We don't want to own our own crap. But we still want to be in conversation with God. We still want to talk to him about other people. We say, God heal so-and-so. God convict so-and-so. God help so-and-so. God be in this situation with so-and-so. And those aren't bad things. But man, what if we really started getting more personal with God and asking him to show us where we need healing, where we need conviction, where we need help, where we're struggling? And not just, oh, God, help me, I'm struggling, but really like get to the root of it. God, show me, like peel back the layers 
layers upon layers upon layers. Like where is the root of this keep triggering me? Where is the root that's causing me to keep stumbling over this thing? Like God, peel it all back and show me. What if we got really personal in that way with God? Now, there's a whole lot more vulnerable. That is a whole lot more vulnerable. I can't speak all of a sudden. Petting dogs and all kinds of micro, or not micromanaging, but uh, multitasking over here. And we can't really multitask well. So that is a whole lot more vulnerable than just peppering off our daily prayer list that we've accumulated. And I'm afraid that we've accumulated those prayer lists because we want to keep ourselves distracted from our own selves, from our own needs and our own ugly mess that we we don't want to deal with. But that's what we're supposed to do, right? Good little boys and good little girls are supposed to consider others better than themselves. Aren't we supposed to pray for other people? Of course, we're supposed to consider others. And of course, we're supposed to pray for other people. But how are we even supposed to know what to pray for other people if we haven't developed the intimacy with God that honest vulnerability with ourselves require? If we hide ourselves from God, can we really hear him? We think we hear him, but are we really hearing him if we're hiding our most vulnerable places with him? And if we can't hear him, we don't know what to pray for others anyway. And if we don't know what to pray for others, or if we don't know what God wants us to pray for others, are our prayers, do they even really matter? Because we're praying in our own flesh, or we're we're praying at the request that others made in their own flesh, or we're praying what we think is best. If we're not hearing from God on how to pray, then why are we even praying? Okay, I'm starting a tangent, so I'm going to reel myself back in here and give you the eight reasons I think people avoid praying for themselves. Number one, selfishness. Many people are taught to prioritize the needs of others before their own, like die to yourself so others can live. We've probably heard that and twisted it and contorted it in a way that we actually sabotage ourselves. But we, so selfishness. Um, And we think that if we pray for ourselves, it might lead... Okay, what am I trying to say here? So I was thinking on the line of thought that people are taught to prioritize the needs of others because before their own self, because if we prioritize ourselves, then we're going to feel guilty about praying for ourselves. That's what, what is put on us, that we're selfish. If we're praying for ourselves, then we are selfish. It's a lie, but that's, that is one of the reasons people avoid praying for themselves because they think it's selfish. The second reason might be false humility. Some people have convinced themselves or maybe have been convinced by other people that praying for yourself is selfish and self-centered. I just said the same thing in a different way, but selfishness is just, I mean, false humility, it all falls into the same thing that we just think we're selfish and we think we're self-centered, but that's just false humility because we are the greatest thing. Since sliced bread, since the creation of foundation, God, everything God created, he said was good. But with us, he said that is very good. And so if we don't um, consider ourselves as one of the greatest creations as well, and we're always considering others, then we're just sabotaging ourselves. Anyway, another tangent. But all the selfishness and false humility, they're just, they're just false. 
And it's so frustrating to think that the enemy keeps God's people stuck in our own bondage because he he makes us believe we're being um we're being selfish or we're being humble, but we're not. Like I don't even know how to how to articulate this part what I'm trying to say, but we believe that when we're praying for other people, that we're being spiritual and that we're being selfless because we're so afraid of being selfish. But guys, when we become intimate in relationship with God in our prayers, he begins healing us. And then we have more life and hope and healing to offer others. When we start being healed and when we start to hear the voice of God more clearly, when we stop hiding ourselves from him, he teaches us how to pray for others in a more authoritative way. Because when we hear what he wants us to pray, it's just way more powerful. It's not just a checklist we have to check off. It There's power in it and there's changed lives in it. There's healing in it. And there's wholeness in it. But if we stay in this habit of never letting ourselves be seen in full vulnerability in our prayer life with God, we are delaying our wholeness. And the more broken we are, the more broken things pour out of us. But the more whole we become, the more healing and wholeness pour out of us. Okay, back to the list. Okay, number three. Some people avoid praying for themselves because a lack of self-worth. Now, people struggling with low self-esteem might believe their own needs aren't important enough to bring to God. I mean, some people just don't realize they're valuable enough to be heard or helped or even wanted. Some people just think they're a burden and they don't want to ask for anything, so they just don't. They don't even ask God for anything concerning themselves. We're taught that this is a spiritual self-sacrifice, but it is just self-sabotage. Self-sabotage our own healing and wholeness with God and our identity. But number four, misunderstanding. People might misunderstand prayer and so they avoid it. Some people think, Prayer is only meant for grand or divine matters, but not really so much personal concerns. But guys, God takes great delight in us when we are aware of his presence about the most mundane things. Just like when he walked in the garden with Adam and Eve, he wants to enjoy that same kind of fellowship with us as we go about our day. Nothing is too small for God to be bothered by. Nothing's too small for God to be bothered by. Okay, number five, perceived priorities. People have busy lives, they have overwhelming responsibilities, and that might lead people to believe there isn't time for self-focused prayers. People need to get on with their day, right? We don't need to sit around talking about ourselves with God. Again, walk and talk as we go about our day, just like he did in the garden with Adam and Eve. Our number one priority in life is to walk with God. And even if... We're going about our other responsibilities that keep us so busy. If we learn to be vulnerable with him, we will be highly aware of him whispering into us all the time. He will teach us how to be in fellowship with him as we go about our lives. He isn't asking or requiring us to carve out hours and hours to sit in silence and just pray. There might be a season you need to do that to learn to hear his voice, but he's not expecting that of us. No, he's just asking us to be in fellowship with him when we work and play and when we talk to others and do all the things in life, when we're watching our kids play games, when we're doing all the things, making smoothies, cooking for our families, all the things, God is just asking us to be in fellowship with him as we go about our lives. 
Okay, the number six reason people might avoid praying for themselves is they fear conviction. Some people know they aren't doing what God wants them to do, so they avoid talking to God because they don't want to hear it. We want to do what we want to do, and we don't want to feel guilt about, guilty about it. So we just avoid the personal relationship altogether. We don't want to hear what God has to say, right? I've actually experienced this myself. One day, I told God straight up, I don't want to hear it because I know what you'll say. And y'all, crystal clear response inside of me, God whispered, that's pretty presumptuous of you to think you know what I have to say. He so stopped me in my tracks, and I realized that what I assumed God would say to me was actually the voice of people in my life and what they might say, which is not the voice of God all the time. So I had to keep conversing with God about this, and it turned out that what he had to say to me was very different than what I had expected. So my encouragement to you is don't be presumptuous like I was and avoid God because you think you know what he's going to say. You really have no clue what God might say about some things. Okay, number seven, cultural or religious beliefs. Certain cultures and religious circles may teach things that discourage a personal prayer life. Now that sounds odd, but just hang with me for a second. For one, they may teach that God doesn't speak apart from the Bible. They may teach that anyone who claims to hear God telling them something is crazy. And that would be me, by the way, me and my crazy self who hears God speak when bees and butterflies land on me and when I'm out on my walks and out in nature around water. I am one of those crazy people who believes wisdom is always calling out to us and that we don't have to stay within the black and white inked and lost in translation words that a group of well-meaning men chose to bind some in and leave some out. Now, I believe God is calling to himself, guys, and I believe that he's inviting us into relational intimacy through prayer and conversation and awareness and conviction and even triggers I've talked about it here on the podcast that triggers are invitations from God for us to be healed. We try to avoid triggers in our culture, but what if we leaned into them and started a conversation with God about them? God, why does that trigger me? Why do those words hurt me? Why do I not want to be around that person? What is inside of me that is getting triggered, God? Because I want that to be healed. I don't want to keep avoiding it. I want it to be healed. Okay, number eight, independence. People who value their independence might hesitate to seek help, even through prayer, because independent people prefer to solve their own problems. Yeah, how's that working out for you? Ha ha ha. Yeah, it's probably not. And even if you're solving your own problems on your own, I'm taking a guess that you're stressed and miserable and you might hide it really well. Because true peace only comes to us when we're walking in relational intimacy with God, not when we're hiding from Him. And relational intimacy with God begins with honest conversation with him about what's going on inside of us. It doesn't begin with what's going on with everyone else around us. Y'all, the more honest I am in my prayer life about myself, the more intimate I grow with God. And guess what has happened because of that? I don't need a written prayer list anymore. Because as I walk and talk with God, he tells me who needs prayer. He tells me what they need prayer for. 
He tells me what words of courage to send them. And I know he answers my prayers for other people because they are things he tells me to pray over them. And I know that it always pleases God to answer prayers that please him. And if it didn't please him, he wouldn't tell them. Okay, they're his idea. So we want to be praying his ideas over people, not our own ideas over people. And y'all, I'm ADHD and I can't remember lots of stuff. I forget stuff all the time. I can forget I have kids if they're busy and gone a lot. But I love how God brings to my mind everyone he's asking me to pray for right in the moment as I go about my day. And I would not be able to remember people. I wouldn't remember able to be able to remember to pray for them if I didn't have a list. If it, and if it weren't for the years spent being honest and vulnerable and letting myself be seen and all the ugly, honest mess of what's hiding in me and learning to yield to his conviction, even after fighting it for a while, I've wrestled with God over several things. He is quick to convict me, but I am not quick to yield all the time. But that practice of yielding and surrendering and listening and learning to hear his voice that is what guides my prayer life. And that's what encourages me to keep praying for myself. Because the more I pray for myself, the more he reveals himself to me. And the more he reveals his heart for other people to me. And he will do the same for anyone who, who desires that intimate relationship with him. I am, not, I am special, but I'm not any more special than any of his other people that he created. So my challenge to you today is to start being really vulnerable and honest about yourself in your conversations with God. There you have it. Today's thoughts in my head. See you guys soon. Thanks again, guys, for choosing to be here today. I hope you were encouraged, challenged, or inspired in some way. If you were, I would love to hear how. You can leave a podcast review or shoot me a message over on Instagram. My IG handle is at jen.nifer.kindle. You can also find me at my website, jenniferkindle.com, but be really patient over there because that website is still coming together. Now, you might not have been encouraged today. You might have been annoyed. You might have been frustrated. I don't know what emotions might have been stirred up in you, but I would still love to hear all of that so you can still shoot me a message. I love hearing new perspectives because it helps grow me. So feel free to give me your input, whatever it may be. I will talk to you guys soon.